Why must he hurt so with his words? He's like a less funny Hans Rickles. I'm not here to argue, Angela Jerkles. Beat it! Oh, someone must have changed the channel to USA, because I just watched a burn notice. <laughs> Who's Angela Jerkles? Good morning, Greendale. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. And here are your morning announcements. Today we're talking about Community Season 4, Episode 4, Alternative History of the German Invasion. Before our intro, we we spoke too much about Michael Jordan and not about who was going to say words immediately. <laughs> um, so if it was a little awkward... That's why I did, I did what Michael Jordan did and I took the initiative. He seems like a guy who would take initiative. Oh, he would I very... Mean, he, would, he would take the last shot and the first I don't shot know, and dunks I, a lot. I don't know much about sports, but I do know that he helped the Toon Squad beat... Uh, See, that's all you need to the know. The other team. That's all you need. I don't remember the name of the other the team Monstars. because they're losers. The they're, but they're losers. I don't care. I don't Look, care, we Mike. Have they're to losers. Write, we have to write the history by the victors and also the vanquished. But that's the episode. Before we get into that, let's outsource some of my bits. Just so you know, Mike, you're now creating two, two. equally possible timelines. Uh, and Ben, I do I do regret to inform you that you will be deciding which which timeline we're gonna fall down. This is possibly the biggest, the certainly the last <laughs> timeline that you will create. That and it's so very important. So I'm gonna give you, we got A and B, L- ladies ladies gentlemen and and everyone outside the binary. We are doing this. This is one of two. If it literally, if if the sex question is literally the last question in the deck, I'm going to lose it so hard. Um, All right, we've got A here. This is A over here. So so for your visual, I've got A in my right hand and B in my left. Okay, I'm gonna go with B. We're going with B. Left hand. Final answer. Left hand. Final answer. Uh, hold on, I, the card wants to say something to me. Hey, why are you why are you stalling for time? Uh, yeah, that was weird uh, card, but thank you, uh, Ben. Yes, I know you have the sound ready. Yes, you'll have to wait for it for next week. Damn it! <laughs> it's literally it's literally the last one. <laughs> it's so good. I love I, this. I <laughs> I can't I can't stand I cannot. I cannot stand this. Oh my god! <laughs> just like this any is the good- this is the worst thing that has ever happened. Just like any good sex, you gotta edge it. That's getting cut. <laughs> edge. I can't. I can't. I can't believe this. Okay, ask me this stupid question so we can get through to this podcast, so that we can get to the next podcast, and then finally it'll be time. For the sex question, then I can't fl- believe it's. I can't believe it's actually the last one. I am so mad about this. You don't. You have no idea, Mike. You have no idea. At this point, I've just kind of accepted that I'm torturing everybody with this. So you know, I'm just going with it. So Ben, the question you have chosen, <laughs> the question that you Ben have chosen to answer, 
is so dumb. Okay. Oh, hold on, I gotta collect myself. Woo! I'm, I'm pulling it just a McElroy. Whoo, I can't get it out. <laughs> okay. Do you have a favorite coffee mug? <laughs> Do you have a favorite coffee mug? If so, what's on it or what makes it your favorite? Um, actually, I do have a very favorite coffee mug. Ooh, I excellent. have a lot of strong opinions about my favorite okay. coffee mug, actually. So when I was in college, I picked up uh, randomly um, two. It's it's two of the same mug, although one is in a in a navy blue and one is in a black. Uh, but I picked up two mugs randomly at the King Super, which you might know as uh, the Colorado version of Kroger. Mm -hmm. I believe we've discussed that, um, yes. I, I, I went to King Supers and I picked one up I picked up these two mugs because I needed some mugs for my college dorm. Now, they're just random mugs. Like I don't I don't there there's like they were just on the end cap of an aisle. But I love these mugs to this day. I bought them in two thousand six two thousand five. I bought okay. them in two thousand five. Um they are the perfect mugs. Now here's why. Okay. One they are they are slightly more voluminous than uh, is that a word voluminous? They have more volume than a standard uh, coffee mug, so you can fit you can fit voluptuous. Uh, that's a different word. That's it. My coffee mug has breasts. Um, <laughs> they so you can you can fit a little bit more into these mugs. They hold a little bit more than their standard coffee mug, right? Okay. Um, second, they are a sort of uh, matte texture, so okay, they're not yeah, yeah. super glossy. Uh, they have a good, a good uh, sort of feel in the hand. They are also uh, just a little bit thick, so that like you can kind of really hold on to the the warm mug on a cold day, mm -hmm. and it's not too hot to hold in your hand, and it stays warm for a little bit. You hate it when it's too uh, hot it's, to handle. It is the perfect weight. So like a lot of mugs that you go like you'll find in a store you pick up and it feels like there's just like nothing uh, like it's it's way too light. These actually have some like heft to them and that really, really uh, helps out. Um, honestly, they're the perfect mug. And uh, Sarah and I literally uh, we call them our good mugs because they're our good mugs. Mm -hmm. And if I had a time machine, I would go back in time to 2005 and buy six more of them. Because every day that we get to use them is a better day for having used them. It's it's kind of like on TikTok what's become known as a Bones Day. I don't know what that is. But uh, what I do know is that we have good coffee <laughs> mugs day. They're the first thing we put in the dishwasher to make sure that they're in every run so that we can actually use them for coffee. Sure. Um, I... Because they were just some random thing on an end cap in a King Supers in 2005, I've never been able to find more versions of this mug. Like, you you said this was a stupid question. I have literally tweeted about the importance of this mug. Sure. I guess I, guess that I, I thought want, it was I stupid. I want six more of them. I thought it was a ridiculous... First off, again, edging for the sex question. It's very surprisingly good edging this time. Uh, but but I was just laughing at the absurdity of the two different subjects on offer, really. Not that this was a bad yeah, question. But see, it's clearly but see, a great question because we've had a lot thing. of conversation out of it. But it's it's, it's like, a surprise. What are we going to talk, talk about? Coffee or sex? 
And not even coffee, the coffee mug. This is a surprisingly good question, solely because you are talking to someone with incredibly strong feels about coffee mugs. That's fair. Um, this is this is a bin specific card, and like like seriously, if I could find uh, like four four or six more of these bad boys, I would pay like fifty dollars. Damn, to get to get <laughs> I wasn't just expecting that a number. few more of them. Damn, I, like one one hundred percent. I want more of these mugs and uh i've literally gone into like targets and bed bath and beyonds and places like that and lifted up every single mug and been like nope too light nope that one's too glossy nope that one that like you've you've unleashed a beast of a question here mike because i have opinions you know Um, i I, i'm glad that then that this was the question that we made pre-sex question uh, because this one, this one feels uh, uh, very conversational. I will, I will answer it if 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 there's some space to answer it. Uh, well, and ask, or, and ask okay, what I'll, my favorite I'll, one is. I'll, so I I will say that I like the navy blue one slightly more than the black one. So okay. that makes the navy blue one my favorite. Go, Mike. Go. Okay. Uh, this is going to be short because I don't drink coffee, so we can get back to whatever you'd like to say about your mugs again. Um, I do, however, have one that I really like eating ice cream out of because, again, okay. I'm a child. Um, it is a Jacksonville Jaguars mug, so just mark that on the I'm, board I'm for shocked. everybody. It was, it was that or Weird Al. Go, keep going. I do have a Hokies or, or mug. Or Virginia Tech. Yes. Uh, yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> I do have a, a, a Virginia Tech mug that's also good, but I prefer the the Hokie, or the Jaguars one. It is the older logo for the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, and it is half teal and half black. Uh, really good. Uh, it's not very. It doesn't have a, a lot of volume. But when it's when you're coming to ice cream versus coffee, you don't I mean, if you want a large volume of ice cream, you put it in a bowl. But if you want like the feel of eating ice cream out of a mug, there's a special feel to that. If you have it, uh, listener, I would suggest you try it. It it changes things. It's interesting. Um, But that's the one I like to do. All right, Ben, let's talk about that navy blue mug. Uh, This podcast is now a podcast about mugs. Uh... Because, like, no joke, I would listen to a podcast where guests just show up to talk about their favorite mug. Like, the, the, that's a, like I, I, gave, I gave pod decks so much crap. This is a great question. Like, a 100% great question. Because you're going to find people like me who are, like, I have specific uh, reasons for, like, this mug. It's, it's got no logos on it, no designs. It's just, it's the perfect mug in in feel and weight and and design it is so perfect and then you're gonna get people like you who's like is a jacksonville jaguars mug it's the old logo it's got the teal and black and it's it's so good and i'm a jacksonville jaguars fan uh that's you saying that because i don't care about that right Um, (laughs) no i understand i know i'm aware (laughs) thank you and then you'll you'll get people who are like i mean like I've I've made a but like a lot of the mugs I have are ones that I've made because I took pottery in college, um, you know. And you'll get people who are like, I made this, or my mom made this, or you know, whatever. Like this, this of all questions, actually a great question. Um, I do think you will still find people for whom it's like, yeah, whatever. I drink out of whatever mug is clean, or they like, just get iced coffee at Starbucks or right. whatever and just use the plastic and whatever. But I I would I would 100% listen to a podcast that's just people talking about their favorite mugs, and I would I would do so uh, 
with wild abandon and sure. just like I, I would I would recommend it to everyone. I'd be like, oh man, did did you did you hear like uh, I mean I was I pulled Roman Mars's name out of the blue because I'm I'm currently reading his book, but like. I would I would listen to Roman Mars talk about mugs for like an hour. Like that would be great. That's great podcasting. Mm. I would do that. This podcast is about mugs now. Community's dead to me. It's all about mugs. Sure. There's a lot of podcasts that have mug in the name, but the problem is they're not about the coffee mugs themselves. It's about like we we talk we have coffee and talk about travel or no that's terrible we, i want to hear about the mugs we drink it's coffee and talk mugs. about wars and junk it's like no i don't care about those things i want to hear about the actual mugs like i want to i want to hear what freaking mug robert evans from behind the bastards drinks coffee out of because i bet it's i bet it's sick as hell <laughs> like I, I, sure I want to i want to listen could... to a podcast where he's just talking about what coffee he drinks i'm sure there's somebody uh, what, out what there that drinks, drinks coffee out of. out of like an an antler or something you know that that would right? be cool right like that's that's the kind of stuff i need to know about so ben i do have a follow-up question following this question um okay because let's just say you were going to start this coffee mug podcast because yes. you know a podcaster be, be the podcast you want to see in the world exactly what weird thing are you going to pair with that because so far it's been what uh the uh the wizard on oz and re- insert album here it's been taco bell and also masturbation we're mm-hmm. talking coffee mugs and masturbation okay we're so- going back to the masturbation well <laughs> got it <laughs> I'm a man of simple needs. Uh, let's talk about Community Season Four, Episode Four, or Mugs. Uh, your choice. Do we want to keep talking about mugs? Um, because I'm I'm cool <laughs> to keep talking about mugs. But if you want to talk about Community, we can talk about Community. Good morning, <laughs> Good morning, Greendale mornings. The Mugcast. I bet a lot of listeners to this podcast have Good Morning uh, uh, Troy and Abed in the morning mugs. That's true. That- like. That, that's like, a good mug. I, I bet that's a lot of people's favorite mugs, and I want to hear about that. Let ta- tweet at tweet at Good Greendale. Show us a picture of your favorite mug, because God this is the only thing I have ever cared about in my entire life. Uh, Community season four, episode four: Alternative history of ger- the German invasion. Boy, we are. Uh, this is woo. We start out uh, with the the study group is walking out of. Or walking toward the study group. Take two. It starts out with a study group walking toward uh, the history of ice cream class, which is just getting out. And uh, they are not eating ice cream out of mugs, Mike. I am sorry to say. That's an advanced um, uh, technique, I'm sure. But then we we they go to their normal class, uh, their normal history class, uh, which is taught by Professor Cornwallis. Mm-hmm. Malcolm McDowell, known for a clockwork excellent. orange. Um, yes, excellent. We also see the German, the German foosballers. They're back, uh, except for Nick Kroll's character. He's gone. Uh, but he couldn't get Kroll. Couldn't get Kroll. But they got couldn't get Kroll. Uh, Chris Dimontopoulos. Uh, we're gonna just keep rolling on that one. Um, uh-huh. uh, he is Reinhold. Um, he classically portrayed Mo Howard from the Three Stooges on an episode of WWE Monday Night Raw. Excellent. Um, also, someone in the fan group pointed out that we did not talk about who uh, the fan, the Inspector Space Time fan was that 
Jeff was was flirting with. And so uh, I do just want to did not I, look that up. <laughs> like right, we skipped right over it, and I do just want to I do just want to 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 talk about that real quick because uh, she was played by Trisha Helfer. Uh, who uh, you may know as the voice of Edie from oh. Mass Effect 3 and also the voice of Sarah Kerrigan in StarCraft 2. That rules. So, uh, yeah, that rules. And I just wanted to bring that back around because, like, what a cool person to get for your show. We are here to give flowers to the people that deserve it. Um. So, yeah. Get out of here, Pierce. <laughs> Right? Bring back Trisha. She's the new Pierce. Um, better Pierce, I'd say. The better Pierce. She can she can be all Queen of Blades on us. Uh and just You know we, we'll she'll be she'll be the new overlord and we'll we'll bow to her will. I'm just and, saying uh, in this episode, Queen of Blades would have come real real handy. Yeah, no joke. Uh so yeah, we get uh, we get two plot lines in this episode. The first being the uh, the study group's feud with the Germans, right? And then we get one with uh, Chang because he is now Kevin and he has Changnesia, right? What what plot do we want to talk about first? Do we want to get the Changnesia plot out of the way first because I don't <laughs> spoiler I don't like the Changnesia plot. <laughs> You know, I, I guess I guess we could do the Changnesia plot. I just there's not much to it right now. It's kind of uh, you're early on in the Changnesia plot. He comes back into being at Greendale. Uh, the dean is kind of like, what the hell is happening here? Why is he here? Um, but it turns out the school board will give will get money for uh, Kevin being there. Uh, it's immersion mm-hmm. therapy, mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's great. Yep. Uh, the d- he does convince the dean eventually, though, by turning himself in because the dean explains all this the bad stuff that Chang did. Right. And Kevin turns himself in and and gets arrested for all of his crimes, and that convinces the dean that it can't be the real Chang because Chang would never do that. Right. Um, he would never take responsibility for his actions. And so he bails him out, and uh, that's that's going to lead into more stuff next episode for sure. Sure. Um, I I guess I just I have a an entire problem with the whole Changnesia plot because it is a little contrived to me because we know he has a brother. Yes. Rabbi Chang, I uh-huh. believe is is his title. Did they not even try to contact Rabbi Chang? Did they? Did Rabbi Chang say I don't even want to deal with this? Like what's going on? Why is why is the first place you're gonna? It's like, yeah, let's bring him back to the last place he was at, where he staged a coup and kidnapped uh-huh. someone. Yeah, uh, that not 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 the best idea. Uh, so, yeah, the Changnesia plot has never been particularly interesting to me because. I feel like, you know, so season one, right? You've got you've got Ken Jong, uh, and and you're gonna use him to to its to his full you're gonna use him to his full potential because he's great. Mm-hmm. Got gotta love Ken Jong. Got to. Um Impossible. And not they do. To. Ben season one, Ben Chang is uh, a wild card, just 
buck wild Spanish teacher. Um, and then he gets fired. And so you got to keep coming up with reasons to keep bringing him back. Right. Right. Because he's not, he's not professor Duncan. You can't just, you can't just kick him off and be like, whatever. Like, I guess we'll, we'll bring him back for a couple of season two episodes. And then, shrug um you'll be back maybe in season five and yeah Yeah. like you got to keep finding reasons to get to get ken jong back and i can appreciate that uh the changnesia thing i'm just like i am so i am so done with chang at this point because like you're because like you said he stages a coup and then they're just like well uh, we get money for him being at the school, uh, whether or not he's faking it and you out him about faking it. So do whatever. We get the money. And then. I we will get say that Chang-Nesia. is totally understandable from the school board based on the fact that you, we I know mean, we know Greendale doesn't make a lot of money. I mean, if if there's anything that I have uh, learned by listening to uh, many episodes of Behind the Bastards and also you're wrong about uh, not about what mugs they like, uh, because we got they, get they have not there. gone on a whole episode about what mugs that they like. But I have learned that it's usually the, the problem to everything is usually capitalism did it. And here here's another case <laughs> where capitalism does it. Because in a system that actually cared about Chang and not the money, you are right. They would be like, hey, Rabbi Chang, here's your brother. He thinks his name is Kevin. And then we would never see him again right. on the show. But then he would never be credited again and they wouldn't. he wouldn't get paid. Uh-huh. But uh, instead, the capitalism finds a way. Mm-hmm. Um, as Jeff Goldblum famously said, capitalism uh, finds a way. Mm-hmm. I I have a couple of specific notes about it, um, although they don't have any context anymore because I don't write them chronolo- I write them chronologically, but I do not write, you know, the context around them. Uh, so one of them is the Dean's method are unconventional at best. Don't know what that means. Don't know what that was about. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, they're right, but, you know, I don't know what they're about. Um, and then I did appreciate the Dean just doing his outfits all over town. Just wonderful. Wonderful. Like, he'll go to the... Yeah, he'll be at the the, the police station, un, like, take off an entire peacoat, and he's just wearing a nurse's costume. Just doing it. Out in the world. It It is nice to see him branching out, because usually he would do that for the study group. Like... He's got news. He's got to give the study group. Right. Bam. Outfit time. He's branching out. Right. Because he's he does it specifically to be like, we're going to nurse you back to health. And as he takes off the coat, he's wearing a, a whole like, hello, nurse sort of outfit. Right. Like um, latex, sexy nurse outfit. And so Which again, uh, like the cover, the cover of that Blink-182 album. Yes, like, exactly. Uh, how many, how many sexual awakenings do you think the cover of that Blink-182 album caused? Oh, a decent And were amount. you one of them? I don't, hold on, I gotta figure out what, it, it, it's Enema <laughs> of the State, right? Uh-huh. I gotta remember when that came out. So 1999, it might have been! <laughs> you know, it might have been. 
Uh, if your sexual awakening was the album cover for Blink 182's 1999 album Enema of the State, please tweet at Good Greendale. Uh-huh. Um, and also a Blink and You'll Miss It, which <laughs> like that has, that feels important for James to know. So uh, so yeah, I don't really have anything else to add to the the Changnesia plot because I don't care for it. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've got anything else you would like no. to add. Okay, let's get to the main plot, which is I, lo- I do love like I don't I don't care for it. I don't care for it and we're not even going to reflect it. I mean, it's 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 important, but it's not important in this episode. It's just kind of important to set it up and and the dean's reaction to it and also the study group's reaction to it because when the dean comes in at the end, he doesn't take he doesn't dress up. It's his normal clothes and he's like, "You know, people can chang." And Jeff's like, "People uh-huh. can what now?" And then Chang's there, and then everybody screams for a good amount. Right. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, it is what it is. It, it's definitely setting up for next episode. Like, I do right. feel like the Changnesia plot in this episode is like, we need a B plot, and we can use it to set up the A plot for next episode. So, right. I guess that's it. I will and, say. Uh, I will I will say the absence of the dean in the main plot is striking to me because the dean sticks up for the study group at all costs. Mm-hmm. Um and it's it's interesting to see them have to go of their own, but I am now talking about it's the true. A plot. I I didn't I didn't think about that. The dean does not really show up in the the A plot at all because the A plot is them, the, the study group, getting in a fight with these Germans in their history class. Um, an awful lot of uh, Hitler comparisons a, in today's a episode. A large amount! Which, uh, I will say, feels a little different in 2022. It um, does, yes. And, and it also is definitely like people acting like they're German and not actually being German and like... There's a lot happening here that I'm not sure where I sit anymore. Right. Uh, it's it's a lot. So yeah, they they get into a fight with the with the the German students because the German students keep wanting to use the study room, which I feel like I feel like that's actually kind of an interesting premise because we always see the study group in study room F, um, and. Uh, there have been little, uh, like mostly in like tags and stuff where it's like other people use the study room too, but right. this sort of revelation that like the rest of the school is actually really mad about how much they monopolize the study room. Like we get a flashback to cooperative calligraphy sure. where like Garrett is trying to use the study. Cause he's like, I have a test tomorrow. And Todd's like, Oh, they lost a pen. Like, yeah, it is pretty it's, good. It's it's uh I do like that little meta bit of like peering into a bottle episode from outside the bottle. Uh that's pretty fun. But yeah, so like I I, I like that sort of premise of like the the uh the rest of the school getting mad at 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 them for that. So yeah, it I mean it it basically just starts with like the Germans want to use the study room and uh uh they they argue about it. Um I like Troy's because uh, Jeff keeps making <laughs> historically relevant puns. Right. Uh, or even just like German cities. 
Uh-huh. And then uh, Troy's like, oh, somebody must have changed the channel to USA because I just watched a burn notice. I didn't get that pun at all. Right. Just um, his, like, he is enjoying the puns and not getting any of them. And I'm like, uh-huh. I love this. This is so good. Uh, Yeah, so they, they get into a lot of uh, heated arguments about it. We do get and I, I had forgotten about this. I saw your tweet about stopping the episode <laughs> to watch a strong bad email. It's the the techno that they they make with their mouths is very similar to the system is down. It is exceptionally the, uh, the similar. Um, uh, just gonna pull up a clip here. I don't know where it's gonna actually start. It's the email. The email. What? What? what, what? The, email. the email. Hey, bad. You like techno at all? Wow, it's just starting what right at the beginning. Silent J. Um, <laughs> very clever. Well, it's not really my style, but I heard a techno song. Yeah, like that. So good. My my question, and I don't know, maybe IMDb will answer this. My question is, was this techno deliberately uh, trying to, to spoof on the strong bad thing? I or hope so, was man. It, uh, or, or was it just that, like, making techno sounds with your mouth always kind of sounds like that? That was my other thought uh, thought history. Like, like thinking, like, what what was it? Is it just like anytime you make techno noises with your mouth, it just kind of comes out that way? I mm-hmm. I just love it. Uh, and so and for for uh, the the kids in the audience who don't know what the hell we're talking about, there used to be a oh, Flash no. animation on the internet <laughs> called Homestar Runner. Uh, if you don't know what Flash was, it was an animation software that was very common on the internet in the late '90s and and early 2000s. Uh, that no longer exists because it was full of security bugs and Adobe finally killed it after way too long. Anyways, Homestar Runner was a website that utilized this software to make animations featuring Homestar Runner himself and a bunch of other characters, including Strong Bad, who would used to answer emails uh, in hilarious ways, giving us such such legendary hits as this this techno we're referencing trogdor the burninator uh all sorts of other things uh it was a thing it was a thing that existed very in the moment of the uh early 2000s early to mid 2000s and then sort of faded off uh it they might be giants did a whole music video to the song experimental film with homestar characters in it it was great um it was extremely my jam in the uh, in the 2000s, and now I feel like there exists an entire generation of internet users who has no idea what I'm talking about when I say Homestar Runner or Strong Bad or Trogdor the Burninator. Uh, so, yes, all of that is correct. I do want to point out, you can still go to HomestarRunner.com. It, I'm assuming they have some kind of emulator or did something. Uh, to make it still work, because you can still go to it and still like go to the the normal home. There's you can go to the main and you can see all the old like two email. 
downloads. Yeah. Exactly. So you can do that. Characters. Email. Oh. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm I am on on it. The obviously. rest of the the rest of the podcast is just going to be us mimicking Homestar Runners menu <laughs> for the next twenty minutes. You know, we laugh at this. There is a TikTok Characters. person. I, there is a TikTok person I follow that basically just does the Homestar voice, and I'm like, this is one of my favorite TikTok people. I follow them. Tunes. Downloads. Email. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, actually, I'm so I'm on uh, I I am on homestarrunner.com slash main23.html. And it does say that they use something called Ruffle. Uh, So not everything is perfect, but it's a flash player emulator built in Rust, which is interesting. So yeah, apparently it'll just work. It'll polyfill it into a, a player, and then boom, you got you've got your emails or your characters. Downloads. Okay, I, I we cannot just spend the rest of this episode <laughs> lo- looking at Homestar Runner stuff. Characters. <laughs> uh, so I did look up this episode on IMDb. It does not mention uh, strong bad emails at all. Well, um, well, I think that they probably some some actor decided to do that as a little nod and no one has picked up on it until us or they didn't. And we're just picking up the fact that every every time anyone does techno with their mouth, it sounds like the system is down. Uh huh. I did. I did have uh, multiple Dungeons and Dragon games of the era interrupted because someone would just start going do 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 do. Do and then someone else would go like do loot do do and then like they just one e- each person one at a time would sort of build up on top of it until we're all just doing the mm. system is down. Um, the, kids kids today have no idea. Like this was an era before TikTok, right? Kids today have no no idea. Yeah, what what Homestar Runner was all about. Um, like it was it was the thing. I mean, you you would wait for the new email to be posted and a new email got posted. It would be the talk of the high school or middle school or whatever school you're at. Oh, and you'd watch it together. You'd laugh. You'd you'd sing everybody come on for Hoku Gods. It's so good. Uh Uh-huh. And then like whatever the new email, like you would you would quote that email constantly and be like, so I'm going to have to jump. And then, like, because and everyone knew that you were talking about the new, the dangerous episode of the exactly. Strong Bad emails because it just came out and everyone's quoting it. Oh no, it's there's a whole a, thing. There's a new Teen Girl Squad. Oh no, 404 to my browser. I love Teen Girl Squad. God, that it's was, so, it was good. so good. Do you want to do a Homestar Runner podcast? <laughs> <laughs> there, or, there we or go. Maybe Homes, we should we should do Homestar Home Star Runner. Runner. Homestar Runner <laughs> Tune of the Week podcast. Or Man, I would on nude podcast. I would I would probably do that podcast. That podcast I, it, that sounds has, like that has to exist, right? That has to exist somewhere. It was such a touchstone of was... our generation of internet users, where like it it has to be a th- there has to be a Homestar podcast out there. I I have found one called Come On Fahokwa Pods, a Homestar Runner podcast. Oh, that's good. That's good. I. I, I I have a pretty good uh, track record for finding good podcasts while searching for them on this podcast. So I am uh, 
I'm thinking I'm going to have to subscribe to this podcast. <laughs> uh, and watch out. Who knows? I might guest on it. <laughs> the the other musical reference I do want to call out is when they're doing the, the Oktoberfest party. And uh, the guy's like, oh, "That's that looks like almost 100 Luftballons. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> a, it's a good... Uh, and, and and especially because I I have a, a German coworker that has sung 99 Luftballons at karaoke multiple times. I've I've also oh, I've done the English version of it. Right, but um, I got full full uh, German version and it 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 is a wild experience. I just it's there's so much you know like oh it's somebody from the weird alphabet. Excellent. So now <laughs> I'm looking more at this podcast than I'm now ah, is subscribed ah, to. Apologies. Um, no, like it's very funny because when I first watched this episode, I, you know, I'd not spent time around anyone f- from Germany, and now I have, and I'm like, okay, some of this is weird. Some of this is like, oh yes, they do love Luftballons. Uh, yeah, I, I, that was, that was the one joke in this episode that really just made me guffaw. Like, yeah. I was just like, that, that's so good. Uh, yeah, also, the Oktoberfest's, the, like, thing with the beer and, like, the German chocolate cake and the, the pig's blood in a sheep bladder or whatever the Blutwurst was, just very mm-hmm. funny to me. Uh, so one thing that the trivia on IMDb does point out that, uh, the, uh, one balloon does pop. Uh, at at the Oktoberfest, making for ninety nine of them, uh, which is a very funny gag. Um, also, German chocolate cake, not German. It's named after someone with the last name German. So well, there you, you go. Know, they I, did I, it wrong. Th- the characters did it wrong. On characters. This- <laughs> <laughs> Downloads. <laughs> Welcome to our new podcast where we literally just do the menus for Homestar Runner. There's there's a section of our audience that is extremely into this and a section of our audience that's like, what the hell are they on about right now? Uh, if you're they just confused. keep saying characters over and over again. Oh, man. Why, oh, why do they keep saying downloads? What the hell is a Teen Girl Squad? If you don't know what Teen Girl Squad is, just go Google Teen Girl Squad and just enjoy. Just it, just have some fun. So, uh, yeah, those were the two. Those are the two things I really wanted to call out about about this specifically. But, um, but yeah, we we get uh, going back a little bit from the Oktoberfest. We get we get sort of a montage of them trying to show up repeatedly like right. more earlier and earlier to try to get the table uh and yeah, the they Germans get always the nice beat them study room and and they they keep getting relegated to like weird study rooms yeah. that are like covered in in garbage or the chairs are falling apart or there's a dead raccoon in the in the vent yeah um, I, I i literally had a conversation with myself in my notes because i'll just read it verbatim Okay, uh, why is there it. one good study room and the rest are fucking decrepit? Why aren't they all decrepit? Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. I think I got it. The dean funnels all the money to the one that the study group often gets, so that's the nice one. Okay. I'll I'll take that as canon. Um 
so uh so yeah we we get the we get the montage of bad study rooms which uh is the bad uh uh, uh Chekhov's bad study rooms um because that, they come up later um <laughs> when you see a bad study room in act one you gotta fix it in act three uh-huh um and uh so so we get that sort of montage uh like i said just a just a lot of uh a lot of comparisons to Hitler, uh, which Pierce more, strangely wants to be the group yeah, Hitler. Question questionable. I'll put it questionable. Um, yeah, I uh, w- when it comes to this storyline, like I think Shirley is underutilized. N- and boy, howdy, if you've heard this before from me, um, but I think that she has like it would be more fun if she wasn't just kind of like subtly shading everything. Cause she just wants to be home with her kids. Um, mm-hmm. and actually like took a active part in it, like of like, no, like being a, a pushback from, from the one side of like, we shouldn't do this stupid thing. I'm going home to be with my boys, but it's just, yeah, it's just like, cause she does sh- throw shade all over the place, which is great. Don't get me wrong, but she's kind of passive, throughout the the episode which kind of sucks yeah i mean honestly most of this episode is just uh uh jeff saying more and more inspiring things uh mixed in with uh talking about how germany and germans uh are the villains which like yeah fine you know i mean it, it was 20 20 uh, 2014 or whatever like yeah you know i'm not i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say germans have like a uh i'm not gonna say that germany has like a clean track record or nothing but like first of all uh neither do we well that, second also it's been like 82 years yeah it's it's weird <laughs> it's, it's weird while. how much i mean i guess the theme of this episode right is because uh professor cornwallis wants them to write a paper that is looking at history through the eyes of the loser, right? right. Because the idea, history is written by the victors. So what if we flip that script? Uh, what does history look like if it's written by the the uh, vanquished? Right. And um, which, you know, in and of itself is, I guess, an interesting assignment. Sure. But... Uh, the whole episode becomes that assignment to to the point where later on Jeff is even like, oh, ha, ha, you you got us like you. You set this whole thing up because, you know, there's we haven't touched on it yet, but there's a whole like protest uh, specifically about the study. Group. Right. With the line. Um, and then you had to take it too far like you always do with that room. Uh, uh-huh. is such a great Cause, line because they do. I, they do. And is the thing. But it's just like like you always do. With just a slight pause before with that room, just tremendous. Jeff is even like, oh, you set this whole thing up. Right. We we get we get it now. Like you wanted us to see what it was like to be the villains, to be the vanquished, like blah, blah, blah. And and he's even like, no, why would why would a professor here set up an elaborate ruse to teach a lesson to seven students? And everyone's like I mean that's just a Wednesday here. Yeah, I do uh, love any time the study group hits like interacts with somebody that's not used to the the cadences of Greendale because uh-huh. it's like, no, no, I'm a normal person. 
<laughs> not a not an insane sitcom person like you expect me to be. Uh so so yeah, um so that's kind of that's kind of the theme of the whole bit is it's mostly just them ki- kind of finding out that they're the villains, which you know, I mean we've we've talked about before they they are so um uh codependent and uh f- self-centered that yeah, they definitely like harm other people at yeah. the school along the way. Um, that's that's not new. No, it is not new, new for them all. to kind of look at that at it that way. But like, that's but that's pretty much the episode. I mean, like it's them, it's them uh, finding out their villains, making a lot of uh, comparisons to nineteen forties Germany and uh and certain heroes. leaders of nineteen forties Germany and Hogan's Heroes, a show that uh as Jeff describes it, uh came in an era before too soon was considered a thing. Which is fair. Which uh I will admit I've never actually seen an episode of Hogan's Heroes. I'm every Hogan's Heroes reference I know is from The Simpsons and this one episode of Community. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. That is pretty good for us. I feel like I've seen like clips or stuff on like, because it would be on reruns when you come home from school and you're like, no, I don't want to watch this. I want to watch the Simpsons because, you know, I'm kind of a jerk. Uh huh. And I'm yelling at the television screen that I don't want to watch Hogan's Heroes. I want to watch the Simpsons because of Bart and the shorts that he, you, he told you to eat. Uh huh. And those classic shorts. Mm -hmm. Classic shorts. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I do want to point out that we haven't mentioned it yet. There is kind of like not a C plot, but there's like a couple scenes setting up that Abed knows one of the Germans from, I don't remember the name of the game, but it's a fake name of a, of a, like a world Warcraft kind of game or a wow yes, game. Yes. Uh, because, uh, uh spawn craft. Yeah. That's, um, that seems right. Um, because I just had it up on my IMDB. Um, right uh yeah spawncraft yeah because one of the one of the germans i don't remember which one um had saved him in the game and then abed is torn because he could have saved him in real life from getting banned from the study study room but he didn't and then mm-hmm. uh troy tells him but you were just following orders which is kind of you know that, that perfect that line that line was one of those lines that is both very funny and very painful all at right. once. It's um, it, it it and it's kind of right before they just kind of say, "Okay, we're moving the subtext. It's text now." Uh huh. Jeff is gonna think he's Hitler. <laughs> uh huh. And Pierce is gonna be mad that he wasn't even considered to be the the potential Hitler of the group. Right. So um, we get to the point at the very end where it's oh, quite problematic. It's it's a lot. It's all a lot. Um. <laughs> I think I've I do s- like. Oh, go ahead. I do like that the the German guy's uh, name in Spawncraft is Doctor Blitz. That's a that's a cool like, that's a cool like villain name. Sure. Like if I was playing City of Villains, not that that exists anymore, but if I was playing City of Villains, I'd name myself Doctor Blitz. That rules. That's sure. a good name. I mean, it also comes from Blitzkrieg, which you know is a, I believe is a German. Well, yes, it. It absolutely is. It's it's the uh, it was the the specific method with which the Germans uh, uh, attacked in World War Two, but also it's just a cool name. Well, like, fair, yeah. I mean, we put it's, it's a cool villain name. Yeah, and even American football has the word blitz in it. So you know, but yeah, no, I, I'm with you. 
It's it's like uh, three scenes at most that are all kind of half interesting. That right. It feels like if it feels like it, they should have kind of made that more of a thing because it's just kind of like they they Abed kind of looks like looks away before telling him that Tro- no no one is in the cake before they try to slice it open and Troy's like right. You know, it's 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 not it, it it needs more context around it to actually be any kind of interesting rather than just a scene here and there. Right. I would have liked more of this. And like if you get if you just got rid of the Changnesia uh, B plot and then turned this little mini C plot into a into a main B plot like I'd be into that. I want to yeah. know more about Spawncraft. I want to know more about about their adventures like i want to see abed deal more with like that because it's you're right it is just kind of like there there's a scene where he's like nope uh someone's in that cake um and there's the scene where he's like oh man i should have done more and troy's like you were just following orders and then at the end he gives him uh his four pointed trident maybe i'll give him my four pronged trident why don't you call it a quadrident not a quadrant. Uh, not a not a quadrant. Uh, no, no. You'd be a fool like Annie to even Ugh, suggest such a, a thing. Um, and uh, and that's like that's kind of it. Like it's just that's we. I don't know. There could have been more. Um, especially because I don't feel like the Changnesia plot really adds to this episode. I get I get that they're setting up for the next episode. I really do. Sure. But I don't I don't think the Changnesia plot adds anything to this episode specifically. Honestly, I I think what you could do and now we're just I'm just going to hop in the the back seat and drive this thing. Um, okay. Because I do really like the ending of Wait, the episode. Wait, you're driving from the back seat? Yeah, I'm a back seat driver. Okay, great. Back seat drive me, baby. Because <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if that's staying in but some folks that listen to this podcast might enjoy it quite a lot um no what i'm saying is that i think that you, the the ending scene where the dean kind of introduces chang to the kevin sorry kevin to the group uh-huh. and everybody freaks out is a really good scene and I think what happens if you do if you do cut most of the Changnesia stuff and leave that, it's kind of like, well, why is the Dean on board? Um, but that could be a, a cliffhanger for the next episode where you kind of kind of do this uh, a plot kind of abbreviated to shows like, oh, Kevin put himself like do the same beats in like 30 seconds in the next episode and just move on from there. And then you move the Abed storyline into the B plot side. I think that would actually be a stronger episode. Even if you get okay. that kind of like weird, weird, like, but why is the Dean introducing Kevin to everybody when Kevin is just Shang? And you don't okay. get to see that the receipts until afterwards, but I don't know, I guess, you know, I'm not a writer in Hollywood, so I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's funny or if I'm just like being a, 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 a jerk critic over here in my you know fancy ivory tower here in portland oregon uh-huh um you know i i think i think that's a that's a good point i mean um because that is like that is sort of how the the episode ends and like you know the 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 a plot doesn't really have like a i mean the 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 end of the a plot 
which we didn't even touch on. We were like, "We're I'm so I'm done with this episode. Let's go." But the end of the <laughs> the a plot is uh, Jeff gives uh, another classic winger speech. Classic, and they fix up all of the other study rooms so that they are usable and the chairs don't break and there's no dead raccoon smell and uh, all of that stuff, which I'm like, okay, first of all, weird that you make the students do that. Why, <laughs> why, why can't uh, maintenance do any of that? Right. Um, at, at minimum, the dead raccoon. Like, I feel like, I feel like there's some very serious things that could happen if you don't yes. take care of that. Um, you know, maybe maybe the chairs that fall apart, like that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Um, but like, you know, the rest of it, like, you know, I guess that's not as important. But still, like you're making the students do this. Come on. Come on. Get get yeah. get with it, Greendale. Get with it. I mean, it's all wrapped up in the oh, you're giving back to Greendale. But it's also like, no, this is this is a lawsuit. Uh huh. You're just fortunate we're not suing you right now with our lawyer, Jeff Winger. <laughs> right. Um, do we have anything else to say before we get into the tag? No, I think I'm I think we've done enough on the full episode. And I honestly I don't have a ton to talk about the tag, but uh the tag is Troy and Abed doing a podcast. They've got uh the German guy, uh Dr. Blitz. I feel personally attacked. They come on our turf and they try to do our job better. And and ours is slightly better than what they do, but they're they're it's true. We're we are the original podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no no podcast no, existed before us. There has been no community podcast. Don't listen to the to communities. The person that just shows you every single community podcast that's out there. Uh huh. There's there's no other there's no other community podcast. There's no. I mean, podcasts exist now, but it's because we started podcasts. Um. There this, was no podcast yeah, before w- us. The the McElroy um, brothers exist because we deign it to be so. Ninety nine percent invisible. Nah, we we pre we're we the one percent visible. We're the one percent visible. Yeah, so they're they're stepping on our turfs. The original podcasters, right here. Yep. Um, and how did they get sponsored and we're not? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's fine. They, they do a little bit. It seems like a short podcast. They're like, yo, what up? Here's our podcast. Right. I'm Troy and I'm Abed and we've got our guest. Um, say a thing. I don't even remember what they say. And there, then like, There's barely any tangents. And then they're like, all, all right. They don't even mention Homestar Runner for God's sake. I mean, sake. come on. Um. And uh, and then they're like, all right, cool. Well, uh, that's it. And then the German guy's like, oh, will you be on my podcast tomorrow? He's also stepping on our turf because, again, <laughs> sure. the original podcasters. Uh, and then Troy's just like, we've got a thing. Which, you know, that's so, not good podcast uh, etiquette. It's not. It, the way you grow your brand is you be on other podcasts. Someone guests on your podcast. Exactly. You guest on their podcast. You can find me on Timeline Scavengers, where I did a, a guest run recently. Uh-huh. People people have asked us quite a bit if, if we'd be open to having them on as guests. And every time I'm like, I mean, I'm not against, I'm not against having you on, but also like... 
Man, we're barely getting these episodes out with the two of us right. as is, man. Uh, we're th- barely holding it together. <laughs> Things are wild. I uh, just want to point that out. Uh, so we're trying our best. I, I would I would I would love to have some like cool community podcast guests, uh, like other community podcasters or people, people who were, who were part of community or even just even just listeners like that'd be that'd be super fun. Boy, howdy. Uh it's hard it's hard to get our lives together enough to show up to do this thing. right and we're ostensibly <laughs> not doing much um but yeah like you know if someone's like hey man you want to be on the podcast like yeah you like you know if you if you if you show up like that's how you get more listeners man like it's how you do it it's how you do um, it so Get get it get, get it together, Troy. That's my advice. That's my advice as a pod as the original podcaster. Is <laughs> also, get it together. I also have some advice for us. You just you and me, Ben. We should uh-huh. also probably get it together we should, a little bit better. We should also get it together. Uh, we should Granted, get our lives this, together. This time it's me, not you. <laughs> Most um, of the time, I think it's me, not you. And uh, you know. Also, uh, I'm just throwing that if if Roman Mars wants to, to, even though even though he's 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 ripping on our turf because we're the one percent visible. If he (laughs) if he wants to come guest on this community podcast, uh, I will I will definitely not turn him down. You know, I guess he he can he can come talk about about the Greendale flag. He loves flags. He he could do a whole. He could do a whole TED talk about the Greendale flag. Is it a good flag? I want to know. I want to know, know Roman Mars. I wasn't sold on this Roman Mars guesting, but if I could just get him to talk about the Greendale flag, something I didn't know I needed him to do, uh, uh-huh. I, I want it. I want it so bad now. Uh huh. Let's like, tweet I, I, at I Roman his... Mars to see what he thinks <laughs> about the Greendale flag. Come on the podcast and talk about the Greendale flag. Okay, you're joking, but I am I am literally going to I'm going to tweet from the <laughs> podcast account. I'm going to be like, "Hey Roman Mars, what do you think about the community uh the Greendale flag?" I um am so excited to find what comes out of that. I'm, I'm, even though I know it's not going to be anything. I'm uh I'm 100% sure that our tweet will be 99% invisible to him and he'll just move on. <laughs> Uh, that is that is my guess. Um, but just throwing it out there, Roman Mars, if you want to guest, we will we'll have you on as our first guest ever. Uh, <laughs> come on the podcast, talk about talk about the Greendale flag. There's nothing really in it for you because uh, you d- you literally you got you'd a be huge listenership. Us. You would be you would be making our day. Uh, you would be helping our podcast. We would, we would provide nothing to you unless you happen to enjoy being on podcasts that have a tiny fraction of your listenership. Right. Um, uh, we can't even pay an hourly fee. We're, we're we're not doing this for money. No, it's the you'd you'd it'd be it'd be pro bono uh, pro bono guesting um, to come talk about the flag, uh, and uh, and and give that classic. I'm Roman Mars. <laughs> exactly. It really, it would really class up the place. Just oh, saying. Man. Could you We've imagine? Me going, Can you actually imagine if this happens? And then Roman Mars being like, "Let's talk about the Greendale flag." 
I mean, you wouldn't hear from me much that episode because I'd just be sitting here just transfixed listening. Yeah, no, I would I would be listening to Roman Mars because right? like w- that voice, to, man, it's a good voice. Welcome to Good Morning Greendale. This week, it's actually an episode of 99% Invisible where Roman Mars talks about the Greendale butt flag. This this episode, we are making ourselves 99% Invisible so that Roman Mars <laughs> can talk about the community flag. This is the uh, 1% and we're gone now. Now we're gone. And then Roman Mars would come in with that with that voice and he'd be talking about, yes, it is a flag. With a giant anus on it. But to the students of Greendale Community <laughs> College, it means something. <laughs> a bright pink anus with three double-sided arrows making the butthole. I want to hear, hear him say butthole. <laughs> I, I honestly, some, sometimes some I may know- call it. Some some may call it the crossroads of knowledge, but it is definitely a butthole. <laughs> I just I, I never needed I never knew I needed this so bad is the thing. <laughs> uh that'd be great. It would be the best. It would we'd have to re- the problem is we would have to retire from podcasting because yeah, we would never do better. a better yeah. we would never do a better episode. And on top of that. It would be it would be ninety nine percent Roman Mars uh, yeah. on that episode, and so our best podcast episode would just be Roman Mars <laughs> saying cool stuff about the Greendale flag, and then would be like, which, which seems pretty legit, and then we'd be like, da 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 da, that's our podcast. Remember, we did the podcast. Yeah. It was us, Ben and Mike. <laughs> so- <laughs> Thanks so to our Ro- guest, Roman. some guy. He's got a podcast. <laughs> Welcome, I don't know. Go listen to it, I Welcome guess, if you want. to Outsourcing Mike's Bits. Roman, what's your favorite coffee mug? <laughs> I Oh, I bet Roman Mars has a... I, I bet he could talk about coffee mugs, my dude. Out, outsourcing Mike's Bits. Roman, have you ever licked a battery? <laughs> Can you imagine? See, this is the same thing. We, 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 we've talked about... Uh... <laughs> We talked about pe- putting people on this podcast from community, but then it always comes down to, are we really going to want to ask them whatever comes up with the outsourcing Mike's bits? Well, I mean, unless uh, unless we get a guest for next episode, uh, which then Roman Mars has to answer the sex question, first of all. <laughs> oh, actually, no. Uh, now I need to know what Roman Mars has to say about the sex question. But then, so unless unless we get a guest for next episode, I mean, we'll have to figure out something new for Mike's bits uh, and how to outsource them. So, oh man, I have to do so much thinking. The, this the is end of what, an era. This is the exp- express purpose why I outsourced them, so I wouldn't have to think about them anymore. It is it is truly the end of an era, and it is also the end of the episode, and that means that it is time for grades. I was I was kind of worried we were going to forget about grades based on how much we discussed Roman Mars talking about a butthole flag. Yeah, because that's where the true content is. Uh, I guess I will go first okay. this episode. Sounds good. Um, this episode, the, I feel like... So when I was... I wasn't going to originally include this in my grades, but when I was looking up on IMDb to see if uh, the Germans doing techno was a strong bad reference. Okay. Um, and then IMDb didn't say anything about it, uh, and thus let me down for all time. 
I did click on user reviews. There are five reviews of this episode on IMDb, which seems like a very small amount of uh, reviews for a very popular television show, but that's exactly. fine. Um, user KX Prailer uh, says, this is when season four really, in all caps, begins to sting. They say, they go on to say a lot of stuff. Um, but I feel like that, I feel like that subject line for the review uh, is really, I, I, I agree. Because like season four obviously gets a lot of flack. Sure. Um, some of that, uh, some of that more deserved than, than other uh, bits. But like. I just I just feel like there's not a lot of meat to this episode. I mean, it is it's kind of like what I was talking about before, where there's you get a lot of things where where season four is kind of like, hey, remember, we're a community, we did the thing. They bring the German uh, students back for right. some reason. Like they were they were one note characters in the episode that they were in. Like they're they're German, they like foosball, they're dicks about being good at foosball. There, there's no reason to bring them back in this episode, I don't think. Right. Other, yeah. other than trying to be like, hey, remember, we're doing callbacks. It's community. We did that. Right. And also we, to we, we paint ha- Jeff as Hitler. And to paint Jeff as, as Hitler. So I, I feel like even just bringing the German students back is kind of a weird pull to begin with. Yeah. And then doing it basically just to make a lot of Hogan's heroes and references to who is the group's Hitler is also weird. Yeah. Um, the, the idea that the study group has to contend with the fact that they're actually kind of the villains of the school is good. Like it's, it's very, um, because they, they are right. (laughs) I mean, let's be real. Um, you, you can't be that self-centered and codependent, uh, without, alienating a lot of the people around you um and then like there are a few good jokes that i really laughed at the 99 luft balloons was one of them um the uh 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 there are there are a couple of other things uh in there um that like i I, you know i i I found really funny but oh the the callback to like todd being like uh they lost a pen right like imagine being on the outside of of that and the study the the study group is stripped down to their skivvies their their stripy beetlejuice turquoise numbers um they're they're hiding behind tables they're tearing off an old man's leg casts and it's all about a pen like imagine for a second how ludicrous that is right right it from is from the insane. like same they're they're not the they're not the the fun quirky people that we watch every week to to have fun. They're just other students at this crappy community college we're going to, and they are having this huge epic naked fight about a pen. That's funny. I love that. Yeah, that's a good I agree joke. with you there. Beyond the couple of like really good jokes, most of the sort of intended jokes don't really work for me because a lot of them are like ha 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 hitler was a thing and i'm like cool what like 
I, I, I get it. You, you, you keep coming back to that well. So a lot of the jokes didn't really work. Even bringing this, the, the German foosball players back was kind of weird. I've noted it before, but I don't like the, the uh, Kevin Changnesia subplot. Um, I want more out of Abed and his, his friend, Dr. Right. Blitz. Like, I want more out of that. There's a lot of places that this uh, episode could have gone that they didn't. And then the places that they went, I didn't really care for. Sure. Um, I don't think that it outright fails as an episode. But man, it's it's kind of as an episode, it's kind of a nothing burger. Like, yeah. um, uh, so I'm it's it's a real it's a real rough grade uh but i'm gonna give it a d plus okay um it's it 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 passes but not not by much yeah i i I, i'll be honest with you i'm like thinking through with my grade and like do i have a feeling about this episode not even like it was good it was bad but do do i have any and I'm like reading through, uh, uh, so I'm on the Wikipedia page. The and the thing on the Wikipedia page that has given me the most like surprise is that Josh Gondelman reviewed this for Vulture, uh, comedian Josh Gondelman, uh, and I, he liked it. Uh, f- uh, first good episode of season four out of five stars. I don't necessarily agree. I just think it's kind of. I, I agree with you, Ben. Actually, it is kind of a nothing burger. It's fine at best. It's just. It, it. I know it moves moves the Changnesia storyline across, um, regardless of how one feels about that entire storyline. The storyline in this one is fine. It is the Dean realizing that Kevin is now, you know, himself. I guess or or, or who Kevin is, um, but you know, I, it just. Like it, it, the Hogan's heroes thing feels kind of shoehorned in. It doesn't feel like I, I, I can't, I can't help thinking that there is a, a version of this episode that is so heavily Hogan's heroed out that it becomes like the, I will do it again. The chicken finger mafia episode mm-hmm. where this one, it, it, it plays half in half out with that kind of feel of like, we really want to do a thing but we kind of don't want to. Um, and yes, I, I, I find it interesting to have, you know, you have Michael McDowell like that. That is such an, a fascinating get for this season of television to basically play against the, you know, as the straight man. Um, we don't, we don't discuss it much, but he was at Oxford until there was an, uh, he apparently took some liberties with the co-ed. So that's a thing. Uh huh. Um, and that's why he's now at the the halfway house that is uh, <laughs> Greendale. Um, yeah, I just it's you're right. This is a nothing burger. It's fine at best. It's at worst twenty two minutes of television with you know people that I know doing things. You know, it's it's not bad. It's not good. It is. Hmm. And I, I just, I don't think it's like, I, I, I'm always a fan of a good 99 Luftballoons joke. I'm always a fan of, you know, 
like talking about German culture a little bit when you're talking about the Blutwurst and you know, it's not poison, it's just cow's blood and a a pig intestine or something like that. Like that uh-huh. that's funny to me, but it just feels like it's just you know, that's the it, it the jokes don't feel like they come out of a community episode. They feel a little bit more like they're coming out of a Big Bang Theory episode. Where the joke the joke isn't it's it doesn't round the corner of to the point where it's clever. It's it's like okay, we'll just tread the same territory again. And community always to me feels clever, and when it you know this episode does not. Um. So I guess I'm I'm I don't I don't want to give it. A, I don't think it's a D plus. I, but I I can't give it more than like a C. So I think I'm probably going to give it a C minus. It's okay. Fine. Like it. It is a 22, 26 minute ep- television episode and w- it has all the, the Greendale in it. It sure does. Mm-hmm. But it just doesn't do it for me. That's our take on it. But we want to know what you think about this episode. What your favorite mug is. Seriously, not even joking. Send pictures of your favorite mug to our Twitter account at GoodGreendale. I want to see those mugs. We want to see uh, them mugs. And we're not talking about weird stuff. We're talking about what you drink coffee out of. We're talking about what you drink coffee out of, coffee or tea or whatever. I want to I want to see those mugs. Do you eat ice cream um, out of them? Let us know. We want to know what you think about Roman Mars uh, coming on this podcast to talk about a butthole flag and how absolutely amazing that would be because it would be so good. We want to talk to you about what else did we talk about in this episode? I mean, if, I feel if, like there's a tangent again, that we're missing. Uh, in there. Strong bad, uh, you know, strong bad. The, the Homestar Runner stuff. Yeah. Would you talk to us about Homestar? Homestar Runner, baby. Let's talk about. Who's that. your favorite star? <laughs> Homestar character. And <laughs> why is it Coach Z? Great jarb, Hamstray. You did a great jarb. <laughs> Can't work those. <laughs> Email. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody listening to this episode right now is this is the first episode of our podcast they've ever oh, listened no. to. And they're like, oh my, these guys are I, absolute idiots. Just why did I doubt like I I use the bandwidth to download this and they're just talking about emails. Right? Somebody somebody out there was like well, all my other pod- I finished all my other podcasts. I'm on the road, and uh, you know this one. This one popped up. You know what? I like I like Community. Let's let's give their most let's give their most recent episode a listen. And they used their mobile data, their precious mobile data that they they have a limited amount, and it's just us going characters. <laughs> yep, that's us. That's you know what. <laughs> I, I I I feel bad for them, but also they know they, they they're correct in what they're getting into. That is what they're getting into. This is this is the the intelligence level of this podcast. We want to know all these things and more. You can do that by sending us a tweet at Good Greendale. You can find us on the internet at GoodMorningGreendale.com. There's a contact form. You can talk to us about strong bad and emails and mugs and all those all, all sorts of groovy things by going to that website, filling out that form. It'll send us. A nice, tasty email. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. We've got a, a, a fan group put together by a fan of the show, Laura, who uh, 
put it there. It's League of Jeremy's uh, for reasons that continue to just astound me. That's on Facebook. Uh, uh, if this is your first yeah. episode, thank you, because uh, you're still listening to us at this point. Um, you ever stop to consider how even like supposedly just normal shows about like listening, uh, rewatching a uh, uh, 10 year old TV show uh, has has lore like it has background lore <laughs> that like if you just kind of stumble into you're like, why is it called the League of Jeremy's? To I mean, that fair, dates back to our, our our old podcast. Yeah, you have to if listen you've to never, a previous podcast to get that if one. If you've never listened to Back to the Futurama, you have no idea why it's <laughs> called the League of Jeremy's. You're just like, I have to take this at face value. It's the League of Jeremy's. <laughs> Nobody on this podcast is named Jeremy. They they seldom, if ever, talk about anyone named Jeremy. <laughs> Uh, I have to take it at face value that the fan group is called League of Jeremy's. Because it wasn't created by them. It was created by a fan. So this has to do something with something. I don't know what it is, but we'll f- I, I guess I'll figure it out. Anyways, God, that's on Facebook. Just look, up, just look up League of Jeremy's. And we're also on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash back to Futurama. And uh, I th- I think that's gonna do it I, for this uh, for this episode. I really want to thank everybody for coming to the end of this one. We're a little punch drunk, and possibly me a little drunk drunk. Uh, but you know, we we really we <laughs> as much as we do this to make each other laugh and ourselves laugh, um, we also do it so that you laugh. And uh, if you send us anything on Twitter you know, Facebook, anything, we really appreciate, you know, the fact that you listen and you love you, 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 honestly, that you listen to this and that you, 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 you contact us. It makes our day. So, uh, we just want to put a smile on your face and hope you have a good day. And, uh, we'll be back next time, uh, with, I, I was actually wring when I, er, when earlier I said that the Changnesia thing is going to come back. That's the episode after next. Oh, good. So we it's, get- it's going to not, it's not, not going to be a Changnesia episode next, next time. Either way, we'll be back to talk about it. Um, we got to do it. It's in the contract. Unless uh, and unless Roman and, Mars comes in and wants to talk about the butthole flag for 45 minutes. Uh, in that case, we're doing a butthole flag episode. Um, and uh, apologies uh, for uh, maybe some some kind of up in the air scheduling for the foreseeable future. Because yep, uh, Mike fault. bought a house. <laughs> yep. We're uh, he's he is mid buying a house. Yep. It's uh, I, not everybody. If you can hear this, go knock on every piece of wood that you own. Because I don't want it falling through this time. And uh, so, yeah, so our our schedule, we're going to try to get an episode out every Tuesday. It may not happen for a yeah. little bit. Um, but thank you appreciate for, yes we appreciate we appreciate you. your patience and uh if you need to listen to other podcasts go listen to one about uh homestar runner apparently yes <laughs> i have no idea if it's any good but we found it <laughs> there's always finish it i never saw that there's a there's a ton of great shows that that are out there um yeah if if you're like oh on. man if you're like man we missed there's no there's no good morning greendale this week just ask us for podcast recommendations my dude we've got we've got a hundred million of them I l- there are so I, many podcasts. I have over a hundred podcasts ready to go on my podcast, a, po- a pocket cast that I could tell you about. And I will. By God help me, I will. And until then, until we're back at some point talking about the next episode, Cooperative Escapism and Family re- Familial Relations, I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. Characters? I wish you luck. <laughs>
<laughs> you did it to me this time. I love it. Thank you. Email. Thanks for stopping by, you guys. Thanks for breaking my cow lamp.